0: here's another episode of They're Coming to Read You, Barbara, a podcast with for the strange and unusual. I'm Jonathan. I'm Rebecca. And I'm Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm no longer going to introduce you as a special guest. You're here... All the time. Yep. So. I know.
1: You know what? I had thought about that. I'm like, I wonder how long I'll remain a special guest. I mean, I'm fine with that. I know how special I am. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think now you're just a regular season cast member. Yeah. So Fantastic. like and Yang, you've been promoted.
1: Okay, great. Does that come with a raise? <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to make the same amount as we do. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are discussing... Living Dead in Dallas, the second book in Charlene Harris's Sookie Stackhouse series that inspired HBO's True Blood series. Book two starts with Detective Andy Belfort finding the dead body of Lafayette. Meanwhile, Sookie is sent to Texas to assist the leader of the Dallas vampires find his missing brother. The two mysteries lead Sookie to investigate a cult and a group of local swingers as she crosses paths with a vampire murdering reverend and a violent maynap that stalks the woods. Rebecca, what were your thoughts?
2: Um, I, I think that there's a lot going on in this one, so I both like it and found it too much at the same time. Um, but I do like the introduction, the introduction of the Fellowship of the Sun, because um, I think that plays an interesting role in the book and going forward. And I do like the introduction of all the different soups.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think for me, I loved it. It definitely felt like everything in the kitchen sink. Yes, It felt a bit bit like American Horror Story season two, where I was like, oh, okay, middle institution, also Nazis and zombies and demons. I was like, (laughs) okay, I think we could edit. But I think if you buckle up and you just know that that's coming, I, I think it's a really great airplane read. Yeah. We're like, you don't have to think about it too much. You can just enjoy the uh, insanity.
2: Yeah, agreed.
0: Sarah, what were your general thoughts?
1: Yes. So um, I love the banter. I think it's my favorite thing about the series in general. Is just like how people talk to each other. So like, yes, I feel very much the same where uh, there's things I love about this book uh, and the conversations that are had. But then I very much feel like it's two different plots in this book, Uh, right? Because it starts with Lafayette's death, Uh, spoiler alert, I think we say that every time, but just in case, Uh, and, you know, like, Andy is being suspected, and Sookie wants to find out about this, but then she goes on this quest for the vampires, uh, and it's just like a whole kind of different book. Uh, at that like doing it has nothing to do with uh the beginning of the book um and I also felt like the MENAD plot was really kind of disappointing like the MENAD wasn't in the book very much just like a little bit in the beginning and then at the end and she murders everyone so you know it just is like felt like a lot, but the, I actually, if you don't mind, uh, there's a couple quotes I'd like to read because yeah. this is what shows the conversations and how much I love them. And I will say most of the conversations that I love are between Sookie and Eric.
2: Yeah. yeah. I
1: think when they talk, it's so funny. So I've picked a couple of, oh, okay. I've picked a couple. Okay. So this is at the end when they're in the, uh, in the, in the house, having the party right? Because they're like celebrating that they uh, brought Godfrey back or whatever. Um, So glass shattered, vampires roared, right? Because the fellowship has come and they're shooting at the house. Uh, The noise battered at me just as the tidal wave of scores of brains at high gear washed over me when it began to taper off. And I looked up into Eric's eyes because he's laying on top of her trying to protect her. uh, And he smiled at me. I knew I'd get on top of you somehow he said (laughs) are you trying to make me mad so I'll forget how scared I am no I'm just opportunistic I wiggled trying to get out from under him and he said oh do that again it felt
0: so great
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that now I kind of want
0: Sarah to narrate the book
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and that's the thing, too. The audiobook is so good. I love how she uh, does all the voices. Okay, I have one more between yes. Eric and Suki because it just makes me giggle. Okay, so... Uh, hey, our hair's the same color. I said, eyeing us side by side in the mirror. Sure is, girlfriend. Eric grinned at me. <laughs> but are you blonde all the way down? <laughs> Don't you wish you knew? Yes, he said simply. Well, you'll just have to wonder. I, I am, he said, blonde everywhere. I could tell as much from your chest hair. And he raised my arm to check my armpit. You silly women, shaving your body hair, he said, dropping my arm. I love
0: Eric
2: so much. <laughs>
0: Me too. I think all of the banter is part of what makes it like fun, but also a little bit cringe. Yeah. Like, From a little no. like, this is just her, like in her room. Like, mm, I wish a man would say that to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. Cause sometimes the things Eric says, I'm like, oh, I would like if somebody said that to me.
0: i would but from the wrong man it would be incredibly cringe oh
1: totally yes that's 100 true i think it makes it better because they're vampires so there's already this fantasy Mm -hmm. about them and just being like a sexualized vampire yeah so maybe i don't know if any person could pull that off
0: i have a guy who sometimes will send little flirty texts and um Sometimes they are very cringe. And I'm like, would I think they were cringe from someone else? I don't know. Like, uh, he knows that I work in libraries. And so he sent me, he's like, uh, oh, I wish you would do my decimal. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) What is she doing, my decimal? She <laughs> sends a lot of these, and I'm like, I feel like if Charlene Harris heard these, she would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna write that down." Yeah. <laughs> so, Sarah, um, you had some thought-provoking questions prepared for us.
1: Oh, yes, so thought-provoking. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Um. Okay. So, right at the end of the book, uh, that. <laughs> Sookie takes Eric to the sex party, which is also Mm -hmm. very funny to me. Um, Just this whole uh, idea of going to the sex party to solve the murder. Yes, Mm very Charlene Harris. Mm -hmm. Um, So my question is, which character would you take to the sex party?
0: Oh, I would definitely take Eric to the sex party. Yeah,
2: definitely take Eric.
0: I think he was the hottest part of the sex party. Mm -hmm. I think the sex party is presented in an incredibly cringe way Mm -hmm. because Sookie is such a prude about it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so it is not presented sexy at all. Um, It's presented in a little bit of a judgmental way. I am not comfortable in those spaces either. So I wouldn't go, but I certainly wouldn't go and be judging everybody in my head the way Sookie does. And I think that's what I didn't like about that scene, whereas Eric just feels present and open to, like, the experience and into Sookie. So I think he was the perfect person to bring.
2: Yeah, agreed. I completely agree. Yeah, he definitely
1: was. I think it was very funny that they... In the book, it present he had to go and be gay, which made me very much giggle.
0: I also love that being gay means wearing spandex. Yes?
1: Well, don't you wear spandex all the time,
0: Jonathan? Yes, I'm in a I'm in a spandex bodysuit right now. <laughs> I wish the listeners could see me. Uh, it's hot pink tie dye spandex. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, that's uh, that's, that's gay a- uniform and highlights. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice.
0: Good.
1: Okay, uh, so next question. All right, actually, I'm, I'm really excited that Rebecca, and uh, when you were reviewing the book, you mentioned all the different soups that are being introduced, because this question is right now that we've been introduced all to these different supernatural beings. There's vampires and werewolves, uh, shapeshifters. There's also people with telepathy. I don't know if there's any I'm forgetting, um, but would you want any of these abilities <clears throat> uh, or to be like a vampire or a werewolf? Or would you want to stay human?
2: Ooh, I think personally, uh, I would like to be Sookie because I think having the ability to control if she can read people's minds or not as she progresses is into um, would be cool and also i wouldn't want to be a vampire myself necessarily but i would want to be with a vampire like eric so i would pick to be sookie and be a telepath
0: i don't want to be a telepath i don't want to think about what people think about me even if i could control it i think it would be one of those things where i would uncontrollably like dip into people's thoughts because and it would start to like Even though I didn't, I knew it was bad for my mental health, I would do it. Just like I read the, uh, I read the reviews of books I've been in. And I look to see what people thought of my stories. And sometimes that's a very fucking stupid way to spend the day. uh, (laughs) Because sometimes somebody will be like, this one sucked. And I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> and then I like stalk their page and I'm like, yeah, you stuck Todd <laughs> So not helpful. I don't need that in my brain. Um, but I think I would love to be a shapeshifter. Yeah. I would like that. And I would like to be with a shapeshifter. And maybe that's just because Sam, who the guy who plays the actor in the True Blood show, is so hot. And I'm like, <laughs> I would I would be with Sam in a minute. <laughs>
1: Sarah, what about you? I think it's a hard one. I definitely <clears throat> would not choose telepathy. I would be the same. I would be way too curious about people, and then I wouldn't like what they said, and I would hate them forever. I probably wouldn't like anybody. I don't know. I think we three would probably ironically still be fine,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, uh, yeah, no. I even if I could control it, I don't think I could. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I think, uh, I guess there's like sort of romantic things about each of the different types. Uh, Even like the the mean ad, right? Where I was like, sounds kind of hot.
0: She Uh, was very sexy in the final part of the book. Yeah. That's hot. And then I looked up that episode and I was like, it's not as presented, it's not presented as sexy as I felt like it was in the book.
1: Right, yeah, yeah, true. So, I don't know. And then sometimes being a vampire sounds kind of awesome because really? I just feel like I would have you no know, fear, you know, like I could just, but then the thought of like, I don't know, just drinking blood. And I love food so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so know, but you know, blood would be your chief. Yeah. Burger. Didn't
2: we talk about yeah, this last? Yes. The
0: yes. Yeah. Right. I, but for me, it's the idea of living forever that doesn't appeal to yeah, me. Yeah, no. Like maybe a little extended life would be fine. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to live more than 150 years. So, yeah.
1: And I thought about that too, because then it's like relationship, like you just watch people die. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that would take a toll eventually. But then you could just go out into the sun and end it all, you know? So, oh, that's true. Yeah, just...
0: A very good place ending. <laughs> Did you guys watch The Good Place? <laughs> No. oh it's it's a show like Shit's Creek where mm-hmm. all of it holds together so good right up until the end so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's good all the way through
1: okay yeah okay I have one more question all right uh Lafayette right is killed in the beginning of uh the book Now he has a larger role in the TV series. Mm -hmm. Uh, So like, I just want to get your thoughts on this. Like, is it, uh, I'm wondering if those, if people who've watched the show and then go to read the books, if they get like disappointed or like, do you think he should have had a larger role? I don't know.
0: Thoughts. Well, I, I think I read that that part became bigger because the actor was so good. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, we don't want to get rid of him. He's really interesting. Uh, and so they decided to make him a series regular when I don't think that was the original intention. Um, I also think Lafayette on the show is much more interesting than Lafayette in book one. Yeah. So he just has a real presence where when the camera pulls away from him, I think as a viewer, I was like, oh, but what about that guy? Yeah. Um, And so I think if I was just reading it and I hadn't watched any of the show, I don't think it would have even occurred to me that he should have stayed longer. But in the show, he's much more interesting than in the book.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree um I think if they had kept with that storyline in the show I would have been really disappointed um because he did turn into such a fan favorite um but if I had not seen the show first and I was just reading the book then I would be like oh okay there we go
1: I wonder about somebody who's seen the series and then watch the book and then they see Lafayette's death and they're like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah I like on the show Lafayette and Pam Are, like, the two most interesting people. And Pam in the book, at least in book two, and book one, she's in book one, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not popping. Like, she's just a pretty kind of bitch. Uh, But in the show, she is kind of, like, this gritty, almost southern waitress sort of person. Like, she's not a waitress, but she is, like, if you saw her working at a diner, like, it somehow those personalities are the same like she has way more grit to her than she does in the book and i like that
2: yeah she's very witty and sassy and like her comments are very stinging and i like yes yeah (laughs) awesome that's all i got
0: okay so we have already cast the movie before yeah did you have any thoughts for the new characters I had one, <laughs> which is the Godfrey character, uh-huh. who's like the, uh, the vampire who, in the book, is a child molester. And that's why he joins the Fellowship of the Sun, so that they can kill him because he feels guilty. Yeah. Um, I actually thought that character, some of the descriptions made me think of Timothy Chalamet oh yeah because he looks kind of childlike yeah uh and uh like he's he looks far like very innocent and sweet but then obviously he's a really bad person yeah and i thought timothy chalamet playing that part would be really interesting because it would be interesting to see him play an extreme villain
2: yeah, and I think he'd also be a very good vampire. As
0: well. <gasps> yeah, because he's so skinny and pale. And
2: hot! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Love it! <laughs> Which is weird for me to say that he's hot because he feels so much younger that it feels, is it okay for me to say this,
0: that? But he's uh, fully an adult. Yeah,
2: he's an adult. It just feels like he's younger than that.
0: I will say I also feel that looking at him sometimes because he reads teen. He does. So sometimes I'll be attracted to him and I'm like, oh, weird. But I also don't think I would go for him in real life no. I think my attraction to him is me remembering like if I was in high school I would have I would have been head over heels in oh, love yeah. with him uh but like if he approached me now I'd be like that's so cute did your mom bring you and when is she picking you up should we like <laughs> hang out outside and wait for her car uh, I don't want to be alone with you in a room <laughs> <laughs> so. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I had any other casting thoughts, because we kind of already talked about the main characters last time. We did. Yeah, we did. So, uh, let's do your moan and groan. Rebecca, why don't you go first? Your Ooh. moan is your favorite part. It you moan. And your groan is your least favorite part.
2: Okay. Um, my least favorite part, I think, is the relationship between Suki and Bill again. Um, because it's very much like as soon as Suki gets upset with Bill again for going off and killing people and then Bill starts dating Portia and I'm like okay so you didn't care about Suki then and then they get back together and it's like so it's so frustrating to me their their little relationship construct but um, my favorite part is just Eric at the sex party in the spandex because I picture Alexander Skarsgård and i I love that image.
0: And everybody's looking at his butt. Yes. Uh, And that middle-aged woman uh, is like very into him. I thought that was very fun.
2: It was very fun. I love
0: that. Sarah?
1: Yes. Okay. So uh, my moan is, yes, it was also when Eric shows up to take Sookie to the sex party. And then he's pretending to be gay. It's just so funny. (laughs) Just the conversations. Uh, so that was definitely my favorite in the book. Um, but my groan is for sure. Uh, it's actually, this is very, um, the same as Rebecca shocker. Uh, it's just, I, for me, it was that stupid fight between, uh, Bill and Sookie in the beginning in the car. Uh, and that Bill, right. He owns this clothing store and he's trying to just give her free shit. And she's acting like a child. It's so annoying. And then she gets out of the car and she's like stalking off into the woods. And then Bill's like, okay. And he's going to go like find help for the car. And this, it's just like this weird, uh, like that's when she meets the mean ad. Like it was, seems like set up. I don't know. I just kind of hated that whole part. Mm -hmm. And I hated just her childish behavior to Bill. It's very annoying. Yeah. Um, I don't like it at all because I do like Bill a lot. Um, And then I also thought it was weird at the end because it was like, he was like hanging out with Portia, but then it turned out he's related to the Belle Fleurs. So now it makes it weird.
0: It's weird. Yeah. I think for me, my groan is a groan that I had for book one as well, which is that I think Charlene isn't willing to make... Uh, real stakes for the main characters so the person who was a murderer in book one was a peripheral character that you could have forgotten about and the people responsible for murdering lafayette were not main characters again so i literally didn't care about the way that mystery was resolved and it kind of pissed me off because i was like but this doesn't affect the plot of the next book so why did you even include this so i didn't like that um, and but my moan was the scene where Suki gets basically kidnapped and held hostage in the Fellowship of the Sun and the guard is trying to attack her and she actually takes agency, which I don't think she does a lot. Mm-hmm. I think Suki waits around to be saved by other characters, but in that scene, like she really took agency and was trying to save herself. Um, including getting Godfrey's attention. And so I felt like that was a really interesting, more compelling part of the book than most of the rest of the book.
2: Yeah, those are both very good points. Thank you. And I I think in the show, they do make her a lot more self-sufficient than in the book. So I do, I I like that
0: difference. I agree. I think she is more self-sufficient and I think she needs to be in the books because sometimes she comes off as really whiny Mm -hmm. and she'll be in a bad situation. And in my brain, I'm like, oh, I'm sure Bill's going to run up any minute. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So this <laughs> so is like, a really toxic relationship, Bill and Suggy. It is
0: so irritating. It's so high school. The yeah. fight that they have, Sarah brought this up. The fight in the car mm-hmm. starts over nothing. Yeah. Uh, and that like propels her into the rest of the book. And I'm like, well, yeah, you dumbass. <laughs> um, and then the fight they have when they get back from Dallas is so stupid mm-hmm. and immature, and they're both playing games, mm-hmm. and it is like If I knew these people in real life, I would literally tell Sookie, I don't care about your bullshit. Right. So stop talking to me about it. It's funny because a friend of mine recently told me uh, something that somebody had said, which is uh, they were hearing a person complain about something that was definitely like made up in their mind. And they said, I don't have time for self-inflicted problems. And that's how I feel about Bill and Sookie. I don't have time for self-inflicted problems. I would be like, I don't care about this. Like go tell somebody else, maybe a 12 year old, maybe they'll care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I totally, I feel the same way because I feel like I think one thing that really irritates me is like, I'm almost 35 and I've gotten to this point in my life where I'm just like, I'm kind of done with bullshit uh, with everyone. Bill is how many hundred, hundreds of years old? How right. old is he? And I'm like, and he puts up with Suki's stupid shit, like high school shit. And I just feel like, I don't know. I Sometimes it doesn't feel believable that he would put up with her. Like, what is so special about her? She reads minds. Cool.
0: Yeah. And like, if what is so exceptional about her is that she's, like hot, I'm like, are you telling me, Bill? His Bill and Eric have been alive for centuries, and the most interesting thing they can find about women is that they're hot. Would yeah. that stop mattering at some point if you'd been <laughs> alive for a really long time? I,
2: I will say that in that regard, all shall be revealed in time.
0: I okay. do know, I do know what you're talking about. Dun dun dun. <laughs> so uh rebecca had the game for us i did
2: (laughs) i did have a trivia game unfortunately we've answered most of it shit (laughs) oh uh for example we can still go through it and and you can just be like well we've already answered it uh so it's just basic trivia questions nothing to get excited about because i'm not as clever as you are that's uh, not true uh which major character is killed in this book but becomes a fan favorite in the show Lafayette. Lafayette! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh you already what is the book name of the creature that attacks? So do you know the name of the character, the main ad? Do you know her name?
0: Callisto. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, who saved Suki from Gabe?
0: It was Godfrey, right? Yes. Yes.
2: And how old did Godfrey project to be physically?
0: Wasn't he oh, like 17 or something?
2: Yeah see this is a very easy quiz that's okay <laughs>
0: that's fine
2: um then it was what are the other soups that were introduced to uh so there's um the, Sarah already mentioned this the main ad mm-hmm.
0: the shapeshifters,
2: shapeshifters. Mm-hmm.
0: which we kind of met in the first one but I yeah. did like the new lady we met that ra- that rescues Sookie again mm-hmm. see again she is always being rescued by somebody else it is irritating <laughs> Okay. Were there
2: others? The major soups that were introduced to that will from that have it. Yeah, Sarah's right. Werewolves.
0: Werewolves. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah.
2: going forward in all the books, they're going to be more prominent.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's very exciting me because I do love werewolves. Mm-hmm. Nice for werewolves.
0: I really like the one in the show. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, I can't wait till we get to that part. um How does Eric trick Sookie?
0: Oh yeah, cuz this was a very sexy part. Yes, it was. He gets her to suck a bullet out of him. Out of his thigh and she and in- which was hot. Yeah, uh, yeah
2: it was. Yeah.
0: Uh and then like she ingests some of his blood so he's able to like keep track
2: of her. Uh-huh. He can like right like he can like read her emotions,
0: uh-huh. right? Yeah.
2: And then I mean Bill gets understandably upset, but he gets upset at Suki more than Eric. Yeah, which is like he, she was just doing what eric had told her to do.
0: yeah
2: so can you um, not get upset because he
1: like saved her from not getting like riddled with bullets at the right. house where was fucking bill not there protecting Suki. <laughs>
2: <laughs> agreed <laughs> <laughs> and then sarah's always um has already touched on this but why was it discovered to be problematic that bill dated portia
0: Cause they're related. Oh, I did not think about that. Ew.
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh I mean Portia, like distant relative, but yeah. still. Porsche's grandmother ends up being Bill's great granddaughter.
0: Yeah, yeah, so he's literally like her great great grandpa. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was it. Sorry.
0: That was, that was all I had. That's fun. Thank you. <laughs> okay. okay. What would you rate this book out of 10?
1: I think for me, I honestly, I'm not trying to be mean, but I'd probably give it like a six. Um, I did really like it. Uh, I enjoyed reading it. I actually, I probably, my, I really loved the fellowship of the sun and just that all those scenes really kept me engaged in the book. Uh, and again, the the banter was really good. Um, but I just think the two plot points, it was too much. I'm like, this could almost have been another book mm-hmm. uh, in the series. So uh, six out of 10 for me.
0: I think I would give it a five or a six. I think in part for the same thing, the two plots don't feel related. Um, and then on top of that, the Lafayette murder plot, why was Sookie involved at all? It literally felt like this doesn't involve you, so I don't understand why you're the person solving it. Uh, it just didn't feel important enough to her as a character for me to understand what was happening. Um, but I still think, like, this some um, is a good palate cleanser. Sometimes you read books uh, like Once in Future Witches, which, uh, like, are so good but so heavy, and you're like, I just kind of need to read a little trash and reset (laughs) my palette before I start like something heavy um and so I still appreciate it for what it is uh and uh I had fun reading it
2: yeah I agree I would have given it about a five um it's nowhere near my favorite book in the series but it does present me with a couple moments that are like lingering that are my favorite moments um but I agree with Sarah it's two completely separate plot points um, with the death of Lafayette and the Dallas vampire. So it was a bit like, wait, what?
0: Yeah, I agree. I
2: think we're all on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's like, let's, let's throw
1: in a mean ad, right? So it's <laughs> right. like, what is going on? And also, uh, one last thing is that it does kind of bother me that she is trying to, like, wants to solve Lafayette's murder to, because they're, they're thinking Andy did it, right? And I'm like, but Andy is an asshole to her, mm-hmm. so like, yeah. why does he care? That I mean, I I don't know. She has like this altruistic thing where she has to like maybe know or like the right person has to be punished, but like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we only have a very few minutes left because we're doing this over Zoom and it <laughs> makes it hard to edit, but very quickly. What are you reading, watching, or listening to that you are really enjoying, Rebecca?
2: Uh, I have to say, The Last of Us with Pedro Pascal because it's a very good show. Um, and also my husband loved the video game, but Pedro Pascal to me is the utmost he is, most handsome person in the world.
0: He is incredibly sexy, and the show is so well written. Yes, it it's very great. much is. Yeah, mm-hmm. Sarah. Uh,
2: so I'm
1: actually reading Stephen King's The Shining. Uh so uh I I know we'll be having hopefully a future podcast uh with uh The Shining. Uh it's, it's I love the movie. I watch it pretty much every year, uh, but I've never read the book. So and of course I live in Maine. Uh and Stephen King lives in Maine. And so uh one day, one day I'm hoping maybe he'll casual I'll like casually walk by him or I don't know. He does come out of his amazing huge house uh at some point but uh yeah so i i really i love i've read a few of other books by stephen king uh and they're just so good and well written so uh i'm really enjoying it so far
0: nice i just finished manhunt by gretchen felker martin Ooh. it's a horror book with a uh, trans protagonist and it is 10 out of 10 it's not for the faint of heart some trigger warnings there is sexual assault and it is very gruesome but i absolutely loved it uh so that is what i'm reading listeners we are going to be uh we have several podcast episodes that we have to record we have my dearest darkest we have probably the shining maybe reluctant immortals once in future Witches. honestly uh some of those we're gonna get to and some of those we might (laughs) not i don't know (laughs) but we have lots of potential episodes in the future so until then stay reading and stay spooky Woo! The music for They're Coming to Read You, Barbara, comes from Eric Matias at www.soundimage.org.
1: Yes!